Good morning, all. Hey, welcome to Friday, March 12th. You won't want to miss today as we have record-setting days yesterday and other things to discuss as oil prices continue to go up, gas prices going up, and, well, what's happening with the markets? That will be a discussion for Dave and I coming up next. Before we do, though, remember, folks, there is only one thing that you can control within your portfolio, and that's the amount of risk is there. Sat down with several folks this last couple of weeks because they're concerned about the amount of risk. If you don't know on a scale of 1 to 100 what your risk number is, you need to give us a call at 863-382-0037 to find out what your risk number is and what the risk number is of your current portfolio. Hey, I look forward to helping you through that process. Dave is next. Looking forward to our conversation this morning. Point seven. We've been kind of noodling stuff through as to how the financial news really is going to affect your money today. And it's, well, we haven't decided for sure yet. Let's just do it live on the air. Wall Street time. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services on the phone with us. Philip, I'm sorry. We were trying to noodle through what was going on. My record ran out. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing well. Other than I'm a little sad. Uh, I'm really oh. a little sad today. Uh, yeah. Heading to the office, passed by the gas station. The big sign said $2.85 a gallon. Now, Dave, uh. I can remember at the first of the year, we were, I think we were below two and a quarter, right? maybe two, 218 somewhere, maybe even below that. But I mean, what a run up in, uh, in, uh, in gas prices and uh, it's supply and demand. And, and part of it is that they've cut our supply here in the United States, which is not helpful uh, for gas prices. And then you add that to the speculation that there's going to be more pressure on the energy industry out of the current administration and you put speculation together with supply and demand. And uh, I really hate to say it, but I look at the bread crude prices, the premium stuff out of the North Sea, and oil prices are up close to $70 a barrel out of the Brent crude oil. And that's kind of the bellwether for the marketplace that drives everything up. Uh, anybody likes cheap gas, they probably aren't going to see it for a few more years. And no, we are. And, and maybe never. I mean, at this point, because uh, at least at least four. Right. As long as this administration is there, they're going to continue to uh, put pressure on on oil prices by cutting demand, not cutting demand, cutting cutting production um, uh, yep. and, and increasing the cost to produce. So um, get used to this. Um, they all want you to go to, you know, electronic vehicles, EVs. And so. Um, they're going to do everything they can to continue to increase oil prices. And I'm starting to feel real prescient for a couple of years ago getting a car that gets me 40 miles a gallon on the highway. Yeah, and you're still griping because of gas prices, man. Well, yeah, I, I only have to <laughs> fill up once every week and a half, so I get the real shell shock. <laughs> there's, there's a double edge to every sword. You see 285 because you only filled up at 275 five days earlier. It's been a week and a half for me. Last time I filled up, it was 250. Oh, hey, setting the table on Wall Street, the stuff we can actually talk about and know what's happening on. Yesterday was a good day on Wall Street. Dow was up by a. 189 points. Standard & Poor's was up by just under 41. And NASDAQ set a new record up 330 points. We closed within a point and a half 
of 13,400 yesterday. Boy, it sounds like it was party time yesterday, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, it was. NASDAQ's not close to its high, though. Their, their high is like 14,000. I'm sorry. Wait. The S&P the 500. Delta. Yeah. The S&P 500 hit a new record yesterday at uh, – yeah, and so – and they closed up over 1%. So you got to like that, and uh, I, I wish – I just wish I could say that it was going to continue today, Dave, but uh, right now it's not looking like that's going to happen. Uh, probably oil prices and concerns, concerns about transportation affected that. Uh, the national data dump this morning that we got from the uh, federal government is the producer price index, and we were looking for that to kind of confirm the consumer price index we had the other day, and it was kind of a, a half a loaf, for lack of a better term. Market expected a half a percent increase in producer prices. That's what we got last month. Once you pull food and energy out of it, uh, it was up two-tenths of a percent, which pretty much tells you that energy prices are driving inflation. But uh, the annualized producer inflation rate up to 2.8%, which uh, we were gabbing about before we went on the air. I was kind of thinking that might scare some of the uh, t- interest-sensitive tech stocks into a whirl this morning. Well, it does seem to be doing that. We we are seeing a, a pretty big-sized giveback. Uh, on the Nasdaq, not not near what we made yesterday, but still uh, giving back, and and you you just don't like to see that coming into a Friday. You'd like it to finish the week on a positive note, and and just because we open to the downside doesn't mean that that we won't end up on the upside, but it does make it a difficult stretch to uh, to start to move that direction. Yeah, it's nothing quite like moving yourself about 12 feet behind the starting line before the gun fires. Uh, interest rates are going up. You and I were talking about the federal bonds. We're looking at like seven basis point increases on the 10-year bond. And uh, that kind of brings in some of those columnists you've been talking about, how if the 10-year bond hits a benchmark up close to two, we could see Armageddon on at least one of the exchanges, Right. Well, that's what they're saying, you know, and then, you know, we talked about yesterday and uh, a lot this week is that there is that anticipation that we could see a, a 2% a 10-year treasury uh, sometime this summer if, if at the rate we're going, if not sooner. Um, and so what that means is that's going to put pressure, extreme pressure on the, uh, on the NASDAQs, uh, the tech companies. And so uh, there's several different folks that I've read articles that think that, uh, we could see a 20% decline in tech stock uh, pricing if that uh, 10-year treasury hits hits 2%. Ouch. And it always needs to be brought up, too, especially given the amount of money we've been spending on stimulus, uh, that when the yields go through the roof, and the roof is a pretty low one. I mean, let's face it, 2% is not an obscenely high rate. It's the movement that does it. But if you're borrowing costs for uh, the bonds go up every time the federal debt rolls over and new bonds need to be issued. That increases our our cost of borrowing on the federal government level, too. And it's not like we've been balancing our budget lately. You're right. And so that's a big concern. I mean, let's look at all the money that we have borrowed uh, just for this coronavirus thing. Uh, the, and, you know, the last 12 months. You're just adding another $1.9 trillion yesterday at the signature of the president. And so, um, you know, what is that going to mean down the road? Well, I'm going to tell you what it means, Dave. It means taxes are going up. I don't know when, but they're going to have to go up to pay this bill. And, uh, and so people need to understand that. 
they need to have a plan in place on how they're going to deal with it and they need to start looking at it now and not later to see what is it what what tax consequences are going to do to their 401ks and their IRAs and those type of things they need to start thinking about it now uh, you know I'm a big proponent of of the whole uh, volatility thing but I got to say taxes people need to start thinking about their taxes right now yeah, exactly. Because there's almost no way on earth after we've done what what are we look, what are we totaled up to about four and a half trillion dollars worth of stimulus plan over the last year, year and a half. Uh, that's that that piper's going to be paid somewhere in there. Now, without even getting into the politics of good idea, bad idea, we just spend that much money that we've got to borrow. By definition, the demand on the credit market's going to go up, and that's going to draw our interest rates up a little bit. That's right. And so let's talk about that just a second, because interests are going to go up, not just for our government, but for businesses. And so, you know, they don't they don't I mean, yeah, they'll issue bonds and those bonds are usually long term. But but corporations today have a lot of short term debt, too. And that short term debt, you know, that interest rate can change on a on a adjustable rate. So it goes up every time the Treasury goes up. Um, and so that can put some pressure on the bottom line of some of these companies. Which is exactly why the NASDAQ exchange, being dominated by more companies with uh, credit driving their uh, business, uh, which is why it seems to be so interest-sensitive over the last few weeks while our bond rates have been going up. Yeah, that's right. That, that is definitely the truth. And, and so uh, we are seeing companies now issue stock to try to pay off the debt while the market's so high. Uh, good decision on their part, even on a short-term basis. Boy, we're just full of merry sunshine this morning. Did any companies have any good news to be able to turn this corner for us? Well, let's say I have got I got a couple companies. Um, they did have news. Uh, whether it's good or not is, uh, you know, that's still yet to be seen. We, we had a couple <laughs> companies report Poshmark. Never been in one. It's a secondhand retailer. Um, they uh, they posted better than expected sales for last quarter quarter but but the online retailer um it, you know they they did not uh didn't give a good expectation for the current quarter it's uh, going to be short of what everybody thought it was going to be they're getting hammered this morning they're down 13 percent um before we get started now we do have a popular company that that everybody should know or, or most people know and that's called docusign Mm -hmm. DocuSign beat by 15 cents, which sounds really good. Um, revenue was above forecast as well. And they also came out and issued better than expected outlook. So I'm really having a hard time finding out why they're falling like a rock this morning. It's nothing, in, nothing I can see, but it's definitely uh, taken a turn down. It's down 3.5% this morning, Dave. I got to bet that's on expectation off of interest rates putting a cap on the number of refinanced mortgages that they do pretty well off of doing. That could be. Uh, you're, you're right. That, it could be interest rate sensitive uh, because they're big in the real estate market. Um, that that's, uh, hadn't really thought about that. The, the last one I have for you today. No, I'm sorry. I have one more. I got two. Buckle, the, uh, the fashion accessory retailer, uh, they mm -hmm. beat by $0.07 cents a share. They actually made $1.33 a share uh, last quarter. Revenue was basically in line with expectations. Um, they saw same-store sales were up 18% compared to a year ago. Um, wow. 
their online sales were up 81 and a half percent. So a lot of good stuff there. But again, I, I guess just because the markets as a whole are getting tanked this morning, uh, they're trading down about seven tenths of a percent. And then the last one I have for you is uh, is Vail. Um, they uh, resorts, they came out and uh, beat on both the top and bottom lines. And uh, even though the reduced capacity, they're, they're looking pretty good this morning. They're the only thing I've got in the green, up 7%. <laughs> wow. Well, they just got bombed with a whole bunch of new snow there, too. That's going to extend their season out in the mountains. So that probably gave them a little bit of a boost as well. Everybody gets nervous once you start getting toward the end of March, whether or not there's going to be snow up on the mountaintops because the skiers prefer the natural stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I got to tell you, Dave, since you and I have talked – We've managed to talk the indexes down some more. Well, yeah, see see what happens when you come on the air with me in bad humor. We talk the entire <laughs> world. <laughs> Resetting the table. Up day yesterday. It was party time on Wall Street. As you mentioned, new record on one of the indexes. 45 minutes before we open. It really sounds like we're having a bad start to the day. What does it look like now? That is. We do have the Dow's in green ink, but i got to say it's cut its green ink in half. Uh, this morning. It's up $42, just barely over a tenth of a percent. We've got the S&P 500 down um, a little over a third of a percent, $14. We've got the NASDAQ down one and a half percent this morning. So not a good start there. Uh, commodities aren't helping us any, Dave, with any green ink. we got silver down two and three quarter percent, gold down 1.3, and then crude oil we like this one, but still too high up. I'm sorry, down almost two tenths of a percent, $65 and 91 cents a barrel. Poop. I mentioned the Brent crude, the premium stuff out of the North Sea is at $69 and 40 cents a barrel, which kind of leads the others. So we don't like that either. Asian rim markets, mostly up overnight. European markets are looking at us and going, oh no, they're off by Oh, between a half a percent and maybe a third of a percent off midway through their day. We talk about volatility. We talk about stuff that's completely unpredictable, affecting a market day to day. That takes that takes stability if you're getting close to retirement. How do I control that risk, Philip, and get a hold of you for the advice? Well, one of the things, you need to know what your risk number is, and you need to make sure that you don't have too much risk in your current portfolio based on your risk number. Uh, you know, And that's a big deal. Uh, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to just really determine how much risk you have in your portfolio. You can catch us on our website, statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. All righty, and that back again tomorrow on Monday. I keep thinking it's not Friday yet. It is it's Friday. Friday. It's Friday. Monday. Monday. Yep, I got you. <laughs> Thank you much, sir. We'll see you on Monday, all right? Well, have a great day. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that your week has gone well. Have a great weekend. Join us again Monday morning uh, with Mornings with Dave. Looking forward to it. This is Philip Statler, Statler Financial. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Bye now.